You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, April 30th, 2021. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Getting up with me early on a Friday, Jay Book, to talk about the NFL draft. Let's start right at the top. Justin Fields going 11th to the Chicago Bears who traded up to get him from the 20th pick. What do you think of that fit for Justin Fields and just what do you think about that situation overall? Yeah, I'm just happy for the kid that he's going to get drafted um, by an organization that really liked him. What I what I found fascinating is when Ohio State media sent out pictures of its pro day, it had Kyle Shanahan in the background, and everybody was thinking, oh, look, the San Francisco 49ers. But little did we all know that standing right next to Kyle Shanahan was the, was the Bears personnel also there. Um, to me, I think he's going into a situation where he doesn't have to play right away. They have Andy Dalton uh, there that I believe will probably start out. I wouldn't be surprised by the first couple, you know, week midseason that Justin gets his number called. I, I hope and I pray that the Bears surround him with enough talent so that he can have his, all the weapons at his disposable. They do need to shore up that offensive line because it was pretty bad. They have some guys with uh, Allen Robinson on the outside, and they had the rookie Mooney, who had about 700 yards. I think they need to get a couple more pieces there. But overall, you have to be happy for Justin. I'm not even a Bears fan. I plan on buying a Justin Fields jersey to support him. I thought it was absolutely atrocious the way he was dissected and treated in the media leading up to the draft process. So for me as an Ohio State fan, I'm going to own a Justin Fields jersey come this fall to support him. Yeah, I said in our uh, very robust day one draft thread on the front row message board, I said, well, looks like I have a new second favorite team. Um, so, hey, I'm already a Chicago Bulls fan, so uh, they're my basketball team. So now the Bears can be my second favorite NFL team behind the Bengals. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Justin. I, You know, the Bears have that, that roster, as you mentioned. There's, there's a lot of holes on that roster, but um, – Overall, I think that's a good situation for him, and I'm happy for him. And I'm glad he wasn't the fifth quarterback off the board. There was a lot of smoke that he was going to be, you know, the last of this, you know, this you know, really excellent quarterback class off the board. And we'll get to Mac Jones going to the Patriots at 15th in a moment. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on, you know, obviously Trevor Lawrence is no surprise. Zach Wilson at number two, the Jets, we knew that. What do you think about the Niners taking Trey Lance at uh, pick number three? It makes sense um, to me because you traded away all of that draft capital to move up to the third position, and everyone originally thought that it was going to be Mac Jones. Well, if you're going to trade away that many picks and that much capital just to get the same type of quarterback, it didn't make sense. You want to get a move up to get a guy um, to who who is going to take your offense to the next level, and 
you know, they they scouted Justin, they liked Justin, but they felt that Trey Lance was a better fit there based off what they what North Dakota State asked of him to do with the line of scrimmage is more in line. What I read is what the 49ers asked of their quarterbacks, so they felt a better fit. Um, so to me, I think if it was going to be a Mac Jones pick, that whole entire franchise would have been in a lot of trouble with the fan base because the fans were not having it that it was going to be Mac Jones like it was rumored for several weeks throughout the media. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how true the reports are, but I know Adam Schefter had reported that uh, the, the, the brass as well as the, the scouts, they all wanted Trey Lance, but, but Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. And I had tweeted out earlier this week, that's the case then that's a recipe for somebody to get fired because if the coaching staff wants one quarterback and the personnel team wants another, a different quarterback and everyone's not on the same page rolling in the same direction, that's a similar situation, which you saw with Dwayne Haskins in Washington where everyone wasn't on the same page and the quarterback ended up being the scapegoat. But overall, I think the 49ers got a guy who could potentially take their offense to a new level all right mac jones so him going 15th what do you think about mac jones going 15th and i'm just glad that he was the last of these five to go off the board i never (laughs) understood how he was going to go ahead of justin fields i just could not get my brain wrapped around that i mean you know i mean justin fields had plenty of weapons and a great offense but can you imagine like the having alabama's weapons like mac jones did and um i mean it was like what ohio state had but you know a step above so um, what do you think about Mac Jones going to the Patriots? Bill Belichick saying that, you know, Cam Newton's our quarterback, but you have to think before long, Mac Jones is going to be the starter, basically as the heir apparent to Tom Brady there just a year late. What do you think about Mac Jones going 15th to the Pats? Yeah, originally before the Bears moved up, I thought Justin was going to slide to 15 automatically to the Pats, but New England is doing you know, their thing where they just sit and the quarterback falls to them. They didn't have to use any draft capital. I think Mac Jones is going to be another hated quarterback in the Patriots uniform. I know <laughs> yeah. a, a ton of uh, Ohio State fans would say, it's going to kill me if I have to root for Justin in the Patriots, in the Patriots uniform. But <laughs> I, I think Mac Jones, he they're going to, they're going to try to mirror the offense of what, what they had with Tom Brady there. I'm I'm going to be surprised if he has any type of, you know, top 10, top 15 type of quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm just not sold on him. I mean, you look at the Alabama offense. They had six guys on the Alabama offense going the first round last night. So this guy was just absolutely loaded with NFL talent across the board. And and then you look at some of the guys that were underclassmen who will be first rounders come next year. I think uh, the Patriots, they did the smart thing. They needed a quarterback. They sit they sit there to see what was going to happen, and they got either their guy, Justin Fields, or uh, Mac Jones. Um, so good on them. And to me, it just gives me another reason to continue to root <laughs> against the New England Patriots. Yes, you're not alone there. Yeah, he, he's going to be very easy to root against. What's funny, he seems like a nice kid. He doesn't seem like a bad kid at all. He seems like a, like a really nice young man. But, yeah, I mean, 
he's playing for the Patriots. He was the Alabama quarterback. Everybody thought he was overrated, and he's going to be easy to root against for sure. We do not need to see another Patriots dynasty. They had their fun run. Um, hopefully that will end. But you never know, though, man. I mean, Belichick, I, I have a feeling he's going to get them back on the right track. All right, let's get into tonight. The good news is, I mean, last night was just the first round. We're now just 11, less than 11 hours away from the second round beginning second and third round is tonight let's get into Buckeyes who are going to go tonight we think so like we think Wyatt Davis is going to go tonight either second or third round Josh Myers second or third round um, talk about those guys where you think they're going to go those two offensive linemen and who else might go tonight you think Trey Sermon Baron Browning Pete Werner I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out uh, talk about the Buckeyes you think are going to go tonight yeah, I definitely think Wyatt Davis' name could be called fairly early here uh, in the second, especially, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see your Bengals there, you know, look to potentially add a, a Buckeye offensive lineman since they went and got Jamar Chase in the, in the first round. They can circle back and get a, another quality offensive lineman. I do think uh, a lot of teams I was listening that they view Josh Myers as a combo, meaning that he has a ton of value because he can – play guard or he can play center so that allows you to have a lot of roster flexibility with your offensive line so I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him called today as well definitely Wyatt Davis is going to be called today Trey Sermon I believe he is the I, I had him as the fourth best running back um, a good, a, if you're looking at a lot of the projections he's behind the North Carolina running back so I, I do think Trey Sermon has a shot. But the one that I'm keeping an eye on is Baron Brownie. I know he really shot up a, a lot of draft boards. I believe he's going to be your prototypical 3-4 outside linebacker that's going to be able to get after the quarterback. He's going to make a lot of teams happy because I think that he has so much potential that's untapped. And once he gets into the NFL, I always believe he's going to be one of those guys that had a better NFL career than they actually had at college. And then there was a, there was some smoke leading up to this week that uh, Pete Werner, a lot of teams were potentially looking at Pete Werner as a higher draft pick. So it could be a very good day for the Ohio State guys. Um, I think Sean Wade, I believe Sean Wade's probably going to be a third or fourth rounder, um, but he really helped himself at his pro day because he tested extremely well. You know, I know he had a pretty bad year coming back, but from what I've been hearing and according to his dad, he was really banged up. He had a pretty bad turf toe uh, that's still kind of lingering because they said it's not 100% healed right now. But I think he really helped himself with his pro day to show that his length, his size, and when he's healthy, he does have some pretty nice top-end speed. But today it's going to be an exciting day because I believe you're going to have at least three to four Ohio State Buckeyes called today. Last thing before we get you out of here, uh, you touched on Jamar Chase going to the Bengals at fifth overall. They passed on Panay Sewell. You know, it sounds like they're going to take best offensive lineman available um, with the sixth pick of the second round, number pick 38 overall. What do you think of what the Bengals did getting Jamar Chase? And what do you think about the Cleveland Browns? I thought that was a good pick at pick 26, getting Greg Newsom, the corner from Northwestern. How about Northwestern having two first round picks for the first time in school history? You know, kudos to uh, Northwestern for having two first round picks. What do you think of Jamar Chase to the Bengals at five? What do you think of Greg Newsom to the Browns at 26? I, I originally thought that the Bengals were going to get uh, the Oregon tackle Sewell, and I thought they were going to say, okay, let's build a wall. But the Bengals, you know, they, they feel good about their 
their depth on the offensive line right now. So I think they were in a position that they had a lot of flexibility to where they felt that, okay, our offensive line, it's, it's getting better. Let's take Jamar Chase now, and then we can circle back in the second round and continue to build to that offensive line. Uh, we give Joe his weapon. We're going to have one of the you know, top offenses in the NFL if you look at their uh, personnel, especially with Joe Mixon coming back healthy. So I think Jamar Chase, um, he's really going to stretch the field for the Bengals. And then if you can, as you mentioned, sure, uh, add another piece to that offensive line in a second, I think it will be a home run draft. For the Bengals and then Cleveland, they definitely needed to get uh, some more pieces on the on the defense, especially the secondary. And getting Newsom, having him fall to them, that was a heck of a pick by them. I like Andrew Barry, the uh, the GM for Cleveland. I think he's doing a remarkable job building that roster, and he's turning over that roster fairly quick. And the one knock from the from the Browns last year was the defense. They needed pieces from the defense. If they can get Grant Delford back, the safety that they drafted out of LSU, if they can get him back healthy playing at a high level, then the Browns, they will be my pick to win the AFC North. Great stuff. You stunned me there with the uh, picking the Browns to win the AFC. That's actually not a stunning pick. They're actually really good. They were they almost won the division last year. And even as a Bengal fan, I have to admit, the Browns, they have a very good roster. And it's a young roster, so you have to think they're going to be even better this coming year. Um, so, yeah. you know, kudos then, to what the Browns are doing. Go ahead. Yeah, And then, then you have to think about uh, they added Clowney on the other end. So they, they're adding pieces to that defense. I think, this, you know, the Steelers, I think they're just an aging franchise right now. They, they need to get younger. Um, I'm not sure how much left Big Ben is going to have in the tank. I will be watching to see if the Steelers try to get a second uh, second round quarterback here, a Kyle Trash or a Kellen Mond or Davis Mills, because they need. If you look at the the AFC, you have Burrow, you have Baker, and you have Lamar. Three really good young quarterbacks, and then I think Big Ben has one year left in the tank right now. I towards the end of the year he was running on fumes so I just look at the Browns roster I think with that offensive line the running game um, they get Odell back and they're building the defense I just think that they have their roster built to make it run in the AFC yeah they added a real good safety the best safety in free agency too so yep. in addition to Clowney yep. they got the best safety uh, in uh, in all the NFL and free agency so yeah uh you know hey I you know good for Cleveland good for Cleveland um <laughs> I don't hate the Browns. I obviously don't like them, but uh, I don't hate them by any means. It seems like most of their fans are, are Buckeye fans. That they're hard, they're hard to hate. But obviously, it's a Bengals yep. fan. I, uh, but your your Bengals are your Bengals is building that roster up, Dave. I mean, you you guys, if you can keep Joe upright, then the Bengals have the potential to be, you know, make a little noise there. That offense has the potential to be deadly. Uh, yeah, I, I like what they're doing overall. They got to beef up the offensive line, and I think they will starting today. But uh, they've got to do that. But uh, great stuff from Jonah Booker. Really appreciate it, Jay Book. He comes strong every Friday. Thank you very much, Jay Book. Thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning in to the show. We appreciate it very much. Hope all of you have a great day and a great weekend. We'll tell you the Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land.
From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!